Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. We are Google's number one baby and toddler directory. We cover everything from pregnancy to preschool and we are home to over 8,000 business listings. Join over 160,000 parents using our website each month And you can find your local groups, classes, services and support in your local area. Hello and welcome to my Bump to Baby Expert podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Hello everybody and welcome to My Bumped Babies Expert Podcast. Today we are going to be talking all about the property market at the moment in 2023. In particular, Scotland. So if you are based in Scotland or anywhere you are in the UK, you will find this episode really useful, especially if you are looking to sell your property or purchase a property. Today, we have invited on property expert, Michael Malocco, and he is going to be talking all about his area of expertise. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Bumped Babies Expert Podcast. Today, we are joined by our property experts across Dunfermline and West Fife, and we're going to be talking to Michael Malico. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm fine, Carla. Thank you very much. Thank you. Can you firstly introduce yourself, Michael? Sure. No problem, Carla. So, my name is, to pronounce it for you correctly, my name is Michael Malocco. Malocco. Uh, my 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 local, yeah. My my background, my family are uh, Italian. I'm third generation, but all four grandparents came from came over from from Italy, uh, with which we still have a very strong tie. It has to be said. 
Um, I am the senior partner here at Malocco Moat Parker Solicitors. We have just fairly recently rebranded from Malocco and Associates. Um, my two formerly um, junior associates uh, became partners some time ago, and it was right that they be recognised in the new um, name of the of the practice. Um, and we're in a, a period where, you know, over the next little while, there will be a transition as I, after 40 years uh, in the um, legal world, um, start to, to step back to a consultancy break basis with my co-directors, Laura, who heads up our convincing department and will take over heading up estate agency. And Stacey, her sister, in fact, um, Stacey Parker, um, they, they will take over the reins. As the practice, Carla, um, we, you know, are primarily um, solicitor estate agents. So, um, again, speaking to you down down south, the, the difference between the property markets is that, um, you know, in Scotland, especially East Scotland, the um, estate agency um, industry, the, the estate agency sphere is very much run by solicitor estate agents. So um, we, we have a, a very large estate agency. We've never been out the top three firms in terms of our sales volume in the last uh, 17 years. Wow. We've won, yeah, we've won 11 industry awards in that time from Sunday Times Awards, Scottish Legal Awards, etc. Um, we do, obviously, off the back of our estate agency, we provide a one-stop shop uh, whereby we deal with the conveyancing, the legal work, for that sale and any future onward purchase. Uh, we also have a lettings department. We have about 190 properties under management. And we deal with what we in Scotland, uh, Carla, call private client business, uh, which in England you refer to as probate. Um, so that is wills, will writing, trusts, powers of attorney, and the winding up of the estate of, of uh, a loved one who's passed on. You refer to that as probate. We refer to that as confirmation. And that is what we do as a practice. We don't carry out any um, court work, neither civil nor criminal. You know, we, we are uh, wholly chambers-based and property, and as I say, the, the private client side of the business. And that's us. That sounds great. I mean, we were talking, weren't we, a little while ago about your um, Italian roots, and yes. it is, it, you're a lovely, lovely guy. And I think um, your your whole um, business is ju it just sounds so much easier in some ways because it's like you know you can purchase a property and everything kind of stays under one roof, which is really nice. Absolutely, the one stop shop aspect of things is is important because obviously in Scotland we also have independent estate agents such as. Remax and and your move and people like that and listen these guys do a good job I would never seek to promote my business on the back of uh, running down someone else's business but we do provide additional services and of course one of the big things that's um, different for us up here and listeners in Scotland the listeners in East Central East Central Scotland will recognise what I'm about to say but it'll be new to to yourself and anyone listening elsewhere out out with Scotland is that. On top of advertising properties on the property portals Rightmove and Zoopla, as solicitors, we also advertise on ESPC.com. And ESPC stands for Edinburgh Solicitors Property Centre. And that is 
um, uh, a grouping of um, several hundred legal firms who deal with property. Um, and we have collectively a beautiful showroom in uh, Edinburgh, but ESPC.com is the, is the portal. Um, and it actually, for property here in East Central Scotland, gets more traffic and more hits than right move. Wow, so yeah. For anyone selling a property in East Central Scotland, it's really important to be on ESPC.com because it is, in fact, um, and again, independent uh, research uh, bears this out, it is the portal uh, to which most buyers say they go to as their default portal. Now, I will disclose one thing in the interest of transparency. Uh, I'm also a non-executive director of the ESPC, uh, but that's not why I'm pushing it. It is just factually the case that um, it gets more hits than Rightmove and Zoopla. And it's where, as a, uh, in terms of our own sales, we get most of our, what we would refer to, Carla, as our proceedable um, leads. Most of those come through ESPC.com. There tends to be a few more, what we might term, tire kickers come from the other portals um, and, and leads that don't actually go anywhere. The, the annoying no-shows at pre-arranged viewings where the people just don't turn up. ESPC, people who look there tend to be more tend to be more focused. They tend to be uh, much more serious about their move. Um, and it, it's it's a great thing that we can add that, as I say, only solicitor estate agents can add. You cannot advertise properties uh, on ESPC.com if you are not a solicitor-based estate agent. Wow, so that's a massive plus, isn't it? Really, we've—I um, mean, definitely, if you if you're looking to sell a property in Scotland, that seems like the place to have a look and and you know get get with someone that actually has has that access. That that's brilliant. The other thing is that in terms of you know why it's so important is that when we advertise on ESPC.com, um, as I say, we do advertise also all of our clients' properties on Right Move and Zoopla also, but you have to be on ESPC.com for 72 hours exclusively. That's the deal that the solicitor estate agents have with the ESPC. Now, that means that, especially over the last uh, number of years when the market has been so, so hot, that um, motivated buyers and savvy buyers know that the place to go and see property first is ESPC.com because should you wait um, for it to show up on right move three days later, by the time you make contact with the selling agent, it has frequently been the case that that, that phone call has been greeted with, um, you know, the message that I'm sorry, that that property has already sold because things were selling so quickly. Now, that is not quite so much the case now. The market has obviously uh, quietened down at some point. But um, as I say, it's that, that 72 uh, hours of exclusivity has made it the go-to website for buyers. Uh, and therefore, as a seller, you want to be where the buyers are looking. Definitely. No, that makes a lot of sense. So today, Michael, we're going to be talking a little bit about the property market now and, and towards the end of 2023 yeah. and your thoughts um, on that across Scotland. So so at the moment, how is the market? Obviously, 
we hear a lot of doom and gloom. And is it actually as bad as it is reported? Very, very good question. And of course, one that many people are very interested in. The answer is no, it is nowhere near as bad as is reported, uh, especially in Scotland. Uh, so the, 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 the market has uh, obviously, you know, uh, to, to go back, Carla, maybe put it into a little bit of context, if I may. Yes, um, of course. I, on March the I don't know, 20th or whatever it was, uh, 2020, um, when, you know, Boris told us we're all going into lockdown and all had to close up our businesses, there was for a brief while, you know, maybe it was 24, 40 hours until furlough was announced, but I genuinely thought, you know, this is the end. You know, what I've been building a business for for almost 30 years, you know, it's going to count for naught because, you know, the, 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 this is going to finish off my business. Uh, then furlough came along and that was a huge, huge help and uh, all the rest of it. But when one opened up again, you, one would never have expected a global pandemic to actually be, you know, something that was going to cause the property market to go into overdrive you would have thought that it would have had uh, uh, a negative effect, not a positive effect. So that's the first thing to say. As a result, the, the two years post sort of lockdown have across the UK, not just in Scotland, been absolutely crazy. Um, and being honest with you, unsustainably so. Um, you know, prices rising 25% as they did in this area within two years. It's just never going to be you know, sustainable. You can never continue to see growth at that at that level. So what happened, obviously, as we know, inflation has been rising and interest rates have risen. They will rise again in the next half hour, probably, I believe, for the last time. But that will mark 14 consecutive months of incremental rises in the base, the base lending rate of the uh, Bank of England. And of course, that's reflected in mortgage rates. So what um, you know we, we're, we've seen since interest rates have been rising up is that is steadily things beginning to peg back, and also the cost of living crisis has also has an effect. Also, so we are seeing fewer buyers in the market, and we're seeing fewer people going to the market, fewer sellers, which has actually kept the supply and demand equation pretty much in sync. Um, and so therefore, you know, there hasn't been a collapse. Also at this time, employment has remained very high. So whilst people are maybe struggling to make some mortgage payments and are a bit hesitant about moving and taking on a bigger mortgage, it's not as in previous uh, times when the market's been troubled or it's it's gone into recession where there's been huge unemployment. And that's the killer for the market. When the jobs market collapses, everything collapses around about it. Whilst things might not be great right now, most people are managing to, or many people, especially the house, the, the house owning classes, um, are, are managing to cope. So yeah. the, the market's slower, but it's still, it's still there. And as an example of that, um, last year, on average, our selling price expressed as a percentage of valuation was 12% above Valuation. That was what we were selling for on average. That is currently, yeah, that is currently on July's figures, which I just did for our newsletter. That's sitting at three percent. 
3%. But so prices are still rising and we are still rising in Scotland. Prices are still rising at around about 1% per annum, 1.5% per annum. And we're achieving on average 3% above valuation. So the market is, it's okay. And it's good that it's settling down because as I've said, it was previously unsustainable. We're now seeing average selling times of two weeks, two to three weeks. Last year, it was two to three days. But wow, it, wow. Is that, is that the average time to sell? What's the average time then to sell at the moment, are you finding? It's, it's, it's two to three weeks. Wow. Two to three, two, to three, two to three weeks now and 3% above um, home report value. We have home reports in Scotland that as a vendor you have to put up when you're selling, you have to put up. People would call it a, a seller survey. It's, it's not that, but it's that's a kind of a, a term that's used and people understand. Um, so we're achieving three on average three percent above home report value within two to three weeks of going to the market. Last year it was twelve percent within two to three days. So as one can see, the market is definitely con- contracting, but nothing to not a collapse, just purely a correction. And I believe for what it's worth, maybe we want to talk about this, I I believe that it will be a short-term contraction. Yeah, wow. Because I think for growing families, you know, you all of a sudden outgrow your house, don't you? Because you start off with two of you and then there's another one. And, I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, that... That third one, I mean, that third one of us, I mean, we could just about fit in there. But then uh, when we had our fourth, it was like, right, we need to move now. I imagine there'll be a few people out there thinking, right, when we need to move, but when's the best time to do that? So what would your advice to them be? Yeah, absolutely. So I just realised, Carla, as well, when I talked about contraction in the market, it's a very good phrase to use when you're speaking to bump to baby, um, bump to baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is actually. Talk about contractions. Um, so the, the, the market, Carla, is no longer quite as, as cyclical as it used to be. Uh, when I came into the profession, as I say, almost 40 years ago now, you had sort of a, a, a spring bounce and then summer was pretty quiet as people were on holiday and doing other things. And then you got, you know, an autumn bounce and then, you know, by November, things had quietened down. And really, November to March was, was pretty quiet. Over the years, for a variety of reasons, that, that cyclical nature of the market has, has been less prominent. Um, and it's, it's a more even spread throughout, throughout the year. That said, it is still the case that the spring and the autumn are slightly better times to sell. And in summer, where we are at the moment, people are... Busy going on holidays and, you know, they, they, they don't want to be screaming at the kids in the school holidays. You know, you've got to keep the place tidy. I've got people coming to view the property or we can't go out today because I've got people coming to view the property or what we're doing today, mum, oh, we're going to view some houses. So the summer's always quieter. But, you know, in Scotland, I mean, the school holidays finish in about uh, 10 days' time in Scotland. Um, and um, from... Late August, and then once we're into September, we see quite a sharp uptick in activity because in terms, again, of timescales, if one wants to be in uh, one's new home prior to Christmas, and I mean prior to Christmas, not moving in on Christmas Eve, um, you you probably need to be, you know, making things happen in around about September, October time. 
So coming to the market in um, late August, early September is a great time to be coming to the market. Um, and if I may just going back and maybe talking a little bit about the future, I do believe that the interest rate rise, which I'm pretty, pretty certain uh, we'll see happen in the next half hour or so, uh, I do believe it will be the last uh, one we'll see for a long time. I think that inflation is beginning to come under control. Uh, I believe that, in, that inflation will be down to around about the 5% mark by the end of this year, start of next. And I think by the spring of next year, March, April, uh, would be my best bet. Um, I think that we will see the Bank of England start to drop interest rates again, slowly, not drastically, and, and slowly, probably they'll drop slower than they went up. But I do think that they will drop. What we actually saw this week, Carla, was that the average price of a two-year and a five-year fixed-rate mortgage has actually dropped back from where it was in July. So the money markets have already priced in the interest rate rise we're going to see shortly, and the products available to home buyers are, in fact, slightly improved on where they were just a few weeks ago. And I, I think that uh, with that... And the likelihood that you know the worst has has passed us, I think that in the autumn we'll see a steady pickup in the market um, in terms of volumes returning. Uh, and I, I am I'm, I'm optimistic about the market in general, and especially about the market here in Dunfermline and West Fife. One of the other reasons for that I didn't say earlier on is, of course, that you know where the market became most overheated. These are the areas which are suffering most at the moment. Dunfermline, which is the ancient capital of Scotland, but only 14 miles from Edinburgh, um, therefore is uh, a very, very popular commuter town. Uh, our prices have always historically been, you know, good value for, for money. We sit at or just below the national average for Scotland. So the average house price in Dunfermline is just around about the £200,000 mark. Uh, that's, our average, that's our average house price here. And because, because of that, our prices didn't rise at quite the crazy rate. Crazy rates, but not quite as bad as other areas. And therefore, in this period of adjustment and correction, it's, that correction is less pronounced. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, it, Michael, would you mind for someone that might be thinking of selling for the first ever time, because mm. that's where we're kind of with the pregnancy to preschool side of, of things. Um, what would your advice be in terms of like how the process works from start to finish? Yeah, yeah, how to go about it? Because it's a nerve wracking time, isn't it, for people uh, who really know what uh, they're uh, doing? Absolutely. It's nerve wracking as a first time buyer. And then you become a first time seller and you've kind of doubled it because you've now got to deal with a sale and another purchase, which although you've been through one purchase still tends to be a, you know, a, a nervy, a nervy time. So the starting point I would suggest is to, to get out, um, probably a number of agents to come and give you a free pre-sale valuation. Now, if you're in Dunfermline West 5, make sure that Malacca Moat Park are one of those. Uh, but yeah, of uh, you, you, know, you normally would have a, a couple of agents to give you a free pre-sale valuation. Now, speaking from the Malacca Moat Parker position, as I say, that's completely free. And when we come out, uh, we will talk to 
uh, the prospective client regarding the, their, you know, what's behind their move, um, the time frame. So again, for our audience today, if someone is you know, sitting and they're, 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 they're quite heavily pregnant and obviously, you know, a move is 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 not going to be right before the baby is born. So they'll be maybe saying to my um, valuers, well, look, you know, the baby's going to be born first, but, you know, we're looking to really make the move in a few months after that. So we get an idea of time scale and of the, the reasons behind the motivation for the move. Then we will talk to the clients about the market in general, and about their sector of the market specifically. So what is the market like for two-bed flats in Dunfermline at the moment? What is the market like for um, you know, a three-bed semi in one of our outlying villages at the moment? Wherever, wherever they are, we will talk to them about their sector of the market. So we're managing expectations. We will then talk to them, an agent will talk to them about our service the service they can uh, expect to receive. Where where uh, does the service of the agent um, add value and benefit uh, for them? We will then ask the uh, prospective uh, client to show us around their home. And I would say at this stage, when one is arranging pre-sale valuations, do not um, frazzle yourself by doing deep cleans and getting the that stubborn ironing pile down and out of the way and all the rest of it. For the pre-sale valuation, that isn't necessary. Yes, when you're viewing it, it is, uh, when you go to the market. But for the purposes of the pre-sale valuation, it's not It's not wholly necessary. So we'll go around the home with the client and we'll take notes and we'll get a, get a view of the property. We will point out little jobs that we feel may be worthwhile doing uh, that could add to the value and marketability. And this could be simple, simple things like repairing the mastic around the, the bath and the between the bath and the tiles. Because something like that, believe it or not, when one has this home report done that I've referred to, could show up as what we call a two on the home report, meaning it's a, a task that should be attended to. And one wants to have um, as few twos in your home report as possible. You want to try and get as many items that are marked as a one. So we'll do that. That's we will correct. then probably proffer a, an, uh, an idea on value there and then, our thoughts on value. But sometimes if it's a more unusual property, we might want to come back to the, 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 the office and do a little bit of research. We will, however, anyway, within 48 hours, we personally email a very slick, I have to say, interactive e-presentation uh, to that prospective client, which confirms our thoughts on value, recaps the service that we would provide and details every penny of cost that would be incurred in the sale, including third-party costs. So that home report, ESPC registration fees, our fees, the VAT, the, the, the third-party disbursements such as searches, etc. And so we give someone a bottom line. Uh, if they also want a, uh, an estimate of fees for the purchase of an alternative property and they've told um, our valuer that they want that, then that also will be included within the report. So they can get a complete picture of the total cost and a breakdown of that cost into its component parts. So that's the starting point. I think then once someone's done that, maybe they've seen a few agents, they, they will become, it'll become clear to them who they feel is best placed to serve 
uh, to sell, sorry, their property? With whom do they feel most comfortable? With whom do they feel they could best build um, a, a rewarding relationship? Because selling a home is about working in partnership. It's a partnership between uh, client and agent. Um, and it can be a stressful time, as you've mentioned, Carla. And the last thing you want to be doing is second guessing yourself as to whether you've chosen the right agent or not. So, you know, one would never go for the cheapest agent on that basis, unless one also thought they were the very best agent with whom you could build a rapport, because it's important that you work together and that you trust the advice being given to you by your agent. Uh, and, and, and as I say, you work together towards that goal of selling your home. Running alongside that, we would also always suggest that you spoke to a financial advisor or your current building society just to check on availability of funds for your next purchase, how much you can borrow, what rates are available. And most agents, ourselves included, uh, have close working relationships with financial advisors. And of course, I know that there's financial advisors work with um, bump, my, my bump to baby. Um, and so always worth speaking to a financial advisor also. Then at least then you know what type of property you can look for and you know what's out there, don't you, as well? Uh, absolutely, because at the end of that whole exercise, so you know what you can expect to get for your property. You know, you'll know what you've got outstanding on your current mortgage. You know all of those fees and outlays and disbursements you're going to incur. So you know, right, this figure I've got, I'm left with, after all, after doing the subtraction uh, there, that's what I've got by way of equity to take forward into my next purchase. Your financial advisor tells you based upon your your, your income, this is how much you can borrow. So you know that how much I can borrow plus what I've got is net free proceeds from my sale means I can look up to this level. And for some people, Carla, it's a pleasant surprise that I actually say, oh, great, I can actually look in a little bit more than uh, I thought I might be able to look at. Yeah. Um, and, and so, so it, yeah, it's an important, those are the important first steps, I believe. I think that's really important because I think being transparent and being clear on what the costs are going to be is great, yeah. like you said, because then a lot of the time you might want to kind of think, right, well, I want to buy a new TV or I want to buy a new sofa, yeah. you know, Absolutely. what you've got left to play yeah. with, really. So that does make a lot of sense. And definitely, uh, for me personally, anyway, knowing everything up front, it sounds like a great service um, to have Thank everything. You everything there and then in terms of selling your property once they come on um, with you obviously the solicitor side of things that's all in-house so have you got a special yeah well so what happens obviously but then you know if we're fortunate enough to win an instruction our clients are allocated out to um, a dedicated negotiator who will become their principal not their sole but their principal point of contact uh, throughout the transaction. So that negotiator will be speaking to them several times a week. We'll be giving them updates on feedback from, from viewers. We'll be discussing offers with them. We'll be discussing any adjustments that may be required to pricing, for additional advertising, that type of thing. Once a, a sale has been negotiated with which the client is, is happy, 
in our case, it moves up a flight of stairs from the um, estate agency department on our ground floor. It moves up a flight of stairs and into the conveyancing department, headed, as I say, by uh, my, my co-director and business partner, uh, Laura Mowat. Uh, and it is then allocated out to um, one of four of us. So Laura... Stacey and myself as directors, we are all solicitors um, and we all have many years of experience. I say in my case, it's uh, 40. For um, Stacey, I believe it's about 14. And for Laura, it's about 11, I think, uh, years worth of conveyancing experience. And we also have Bethany, uh, who's just passed her uh, paralegal exams uh, and she's a tremendous uh, help to us uh, and, and also has a small caseload uh, as well. Typically paralegals tend to deal with slightly more straightforward conveyancing than, than perhaps more complex uh, cases. Um, so yeah, we've got four conveyancers under one roof here uh, and it's passed on and they will deal with them with that sale and any future purchase. And as part of that service, obviously, we will discuss with our um, clients in terms of their next purchase, um, you know, how much to offer. We will help them negotiate price. We obviously have a lot of experience. We will negotiate price for them to ensure that they don't pay any more, hopefully, than they need to pay to secure their, their next purchase. Um, and we, we provide that seamless tra transaction. And then at the end of it, as I say, for, again, young families, uh, probably a lot of your um, listeners today, I would guess, given the ages, I would imagine very few actually have all have taken the the have, have yet been able to get around to making uh, and drawing up a will. And that's very very important, especially with a young family. And of course, under this one roof with Stacey in our private client department, we offer that service too. And that service is offered at a discounted rate for clients who have used us for estate agency and conveyancing also. That's brilliant. And and as you mentioned, you can link them up with a mortgage provider. And and also in terms of buy to let mortgages, say someone mm. was buying a pro yeah. purchasing a property and yeah. wanted to rent it out, is it the yeah. same kind of well, it'll be a slightly different process, but yeah. um we have we have a, a lettings department. I say about 190 properties under um, under management in, uh, at any given time, headed up by uh, Danielle Cameron. Danielle's fully qualified uh, property professional. Uh, Arla registered, being the the, the governing body of uh, lettings. And again, people who are thinking of building a buy to let. Uh, portfolio when they speak to me about properties, you know, what I'm able to do just obviously by um, either nipping downstairs or picking up the phone to Danielle is discuss with her, you know, Miss, uh, you know Mr. and Mrs. Jones are looking at this property. Do you consider it to be a good buy to let prospect? Would we have demand for it? How much could they expect to achieve per calendar month, etc.? And then we're feeding that back to our clients. We can help them work out what the annual yield will be. And should they go ahead to purchase that property uh, and they wish a managed service, we can then offer that through the lettings department. So again, a seamless service on that side of things as well. That's great. There's so much information. So, so useful, uh, Michael. Thank you so much. Could you, could you tell people um, how they can find you? Obviously, we'll put a link to your listing underneath here. But if you want to share any of your own details so people can contact you directly, that would be fine. Yeah. 
Okay, no problem. So um, the website still is just under www.malocco.co.uk. You will also find under Malocco Moat Parker. .co.uk. Um, my direct telephone number, if anyone wants to jot that down, this is straight to my desk, is 01383 629 726. And my email is michael, M I C H A E L, michael at malocco, M A L O C O, that's brilliant. And we'll put all of those underneath this podcast. So however you want to get in touch with Michael and his team, you can. Um, but Michael, thank you so much for all of that information. It's been really, really useful. Thank you, Carla. Thank you for the opportunity. Really excited to be working with uh, My Bump to Baby in the My Bump to Baby community. And yeah, be delighted to take calls, emails, whatever from from, from any, any of your, your listeners and anyone in the membership group. Thank oh, you, brilliant. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much for listening to My Bumped Babies Expert Podcast. If you wish to contact Michael directly, you can do so. The links are at the bottom of this podcast. Or if you want to find your nearest property expert, then visit www.mybumped.com mybump2baby.com and search for your nearest estate agent. My Bump to Baby is one of the UK's leading parenting platforms. You can find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes and lessons wherever you are in the UK. Not only that, but you can read our honest reviews on the latest products, days out and services that you as parents need to know about. We also work with trusted financial advisors, family law solicitors, and now estate agents too. If you would like to find your nearest trusted expert, head over to www.mybump2baby.com. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.